Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you had a very happy Easter and a wonderful break over the bank holiday weekend. We took a week off. We are now back. We have got a fantastic show lined up for you tonight. We're back in St. Teth, back in my lounge tonight. I am here. I am Jim. I am Sean. We have MC Breadstick on the production, and we have a Yo. very special guest kind of um, floater. Is that the... No, that's... <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're going to retract that. massive floater. No, cheers for that, thanks. <laughs> I'd like to just wheel that one back about okay, 10 seconds. Okay, okay. Henry Hughes, a good friend of mine, he was literally driving past on the way back from work, and he said, Jim, are you in this evening? I said, come on in. We're podcasting. We're all friends. Well, it was only we're... 20 minutes away. Been really exactly, too, so. exactly. So he said he's coming in just to sit with us and have a little chit-chat. Uh, but what else are we talking about this evening, Sean? So today, uh, our, the main thing, uh, our interview this week was with Ben the Beekeeper. Oh, that was so good. He was brilliant, wasn't he? He was fantastic. I, I actually I feel much more learned. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also have, we're going to talk about the Samsung Galaxy Fold. Oh, uh, yes. Which I haven't got a clue about. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, we're going to talk Avengers because that's just exciting. Of course. Uh, we've got our news highlights, oh. which I imagine is just going to be gold. Here we go. Uh, or breadstick over there is ready. He's Primed. Oh, I'm so ready. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about live music in Paul's F. Ah, yes. Well, that, that might be a, an epic gym rant there. Yeah, we've got some ranting for that. Seat belts, people. I'm um, just going to sit here and stare into space while he just talks. Just you do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to make some noises, some spoiler-free noises about I Game of Thrones. talk about it because there's probably a lot of people who haven't watched it. But no, oh my yeah, definitely. There's no spoilers there. Uh, we've got some listener questions. Yes, looking forward to them. Yeah, there's quite a range. Uh, we are towards the end of the show. We will let everyone know who has won the Panda Fest tickets. And uh, Ralph here snoring his ass off next to me right now as we speak. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once more to episode four of the Jim and Sean Show. So good. Uh, so, bit. Sean, <laughs> what are we talking about this evening then? What we, what we want to start well, with? Thing, think, yeah, first thing. I've already dropped my notepad. Well, first oh, you, that, oh, Galaxy Notepad, you're going to tell me about that. I will, but before Galaxy we even fold. get into that, right. see, Henry's already on it. <laughs> Mate, I'm the Galaxy guy here, I've got to love my Samsung. Before we get into that though, did mm. we all have a good Easter? What did we do? <laughs> what did you do this Easter? Um, did you do lots of dad stuff? Well, yeah, did like some Easter egg hunts. Cool, yeah. Um, we did some at the in-laws, some at uh, a friend of mine, Mike's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ate a lot of chocolate. Yeah, um, I think we all did that. Drank quite a lot of wine. Did you? Yeah. Oh. It was good wine, though. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, MC Breadstick? What did you do? I just drank a ton of beer with my mate. Oh, what's the matter with you? Lad, just lad, 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 lad. Henry, how did you spend your Easter? Uh, well, I spent most of it working. Oh, um, oh boo! I know, working the gin festival, but I'll go into that in more detail some other Actually, day. Well, yeah, should we cool. say that? Because we, we, I think we're going to do a podcast with 
an interview with you at some point, are we? Well, I'd like to hope so that I can get invited. We'll see how this guest appearance goes. If it's not rubbish, well, we might do it. We might do a uh, proper interview audition. with you. I, I don't really know how I feel about that. Is this the casting well, couch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, Moving swiftly on. So far, yeah. the likelihood of you coming back is very <laughs> So far, very rubbish. That's if I want to come back <laughs> with the attitude from Brent, MC Breastikin. Oh, yeah. That's well, why I've got my back to him at the minute. So my Easter, I spent most of my time um, avoiding doing much, uh, as you should in the holidays. You see, mm. I work in a school, so, you know, I get the same holiday time as all the kids, which is good. Live in the dream. I know, I know, right? It's so good. Yeah, I, I, although I did go on a, um, an epic trip to um, Newton Abbott. Visited Traeger Mills and Newton Abbott. Oh, God. Oh. What was he like? <laughs> D- didn't visit me while he was near, but just saying. I d- well, yeah, but it's the wrong side because yeah, he doesn't like, like It's you. not too far from me, is it? It's not. It's about no. 20 minutes. I got a pasty when I was up there. It didn't taste very good. Never mm. mind. They yeah. never trusted pasties at Traeger. And uh, we celebrated my, my good friend and, and bass player's uh, 33rd birthday as well. That was... That was a <clears throat> We exchanged some uh, drunken Snapchats that evening. I I d- I'm going to be Go completely on. honest with Go you. On. No, I don't remember much of it at all. <laughs> we, you, you just sent me a random message at about three o'clock in the morning and we had a little chat. You're not <laughs> the first person to most, say that. Most of it was aggressively, you were like talking about beating me up in business. Was, <laughs> I, was it going back to our conversation in the kitchen that time? When you, tur- I, when I you turned to me, looked me in the eye and said, do you want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> now that's something I would pay to watch. I, 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 I would pay to do it. <laughs> Yeah. Can we make that like Break a podcast goal? I think we should. On like yeah. the 20th podcast, it happened. I think, well, we, I think we need to crowdfund <laughs> like a proper, a proper match. <laughs> I would just play gin for this event. Funnily enough, <laughs> I know some people with a wrestling ring. We Why can probably make this happen. Can I have a gun? No. Yeah, I'll gun. bring an airsoft pistol. I think it would be fair if you were weaponized. Yeah, this is otherwise. Wildly off track already. Right. Come on, boys. Like a Japanese mech. Speaking of Japanese mech and tech, nice. the Samsung nice Galaxy way. Fold. 10 out of 10. Brilliant. Have you not seen this, Sean? No, I should. I, you, you mentioned it a second ago. We are about to step into the era of foldable phone technology. World's Do we first need to? foldable smartphone. Do we really and need to? It failed with dramatic success. It did. It broke pretty wow. much straight out of the thing. Mm. They're not on general release yet. Uh, we should say that it in was the fairness. Tester models. Yeah, they went out to all the, the YouTube guys, the tech guys, review places... Um, and I think they said within, because they're supposed to have a cycle of however many folds, because mm. um, it's an OLED screen. So a limited mm-hmm. amount of folds. I, I assume so. They, I don't think they actually say that in the advertising. It, it doesn't actually state anything. One of the biggest issues that the reviewers came across is that, you know, what's the best thing about when you get like a new phone or a new piece of tech? What is the best feeling Taking in the, the world? Taking the plastic off. Taking off the plastic film, yeah. the protective film. There was a lip around this film on the screen, on the folding bit. Mm. Everyone thought it was the protective part, so they peeled it off. That was actually part of it. Instantly broke the phone. Oh, like, no. one guy's screen immediately straight went off. dark. Wow. Straight <laughs> off. I'm holding out hope for Samsung. Well, let's hope so. through on, on every other phone. It's a thick old wedge to hand over as well, isn't it? I think I've seen a price tag of... Quid. Yeah, I was going to say, nearly two grand. Yeah, it's £1,800. Samsungs are a bit rubbish compared to iPhones, aren't they? Oh. Don't even go there. Do not even go there. That is a whole can of worms for a full podcast. I, I would say. <laughs> I'm an iPhone man, I've got to say. I like Apple products. You know... I, I love Macs. I love iPads. Yeah. I just fall out of love with their phones. Fair. It's when fine. when they removed the head jack, the headphone jack, that was yeah, the that first, is irritating. first bone of contention for me. And then each phone kept getting progressively more and more and more expensive and I didn't see much difference between them. So that's when I made the transition to Samsung. Then. Fair enough. To be fair, I haven't looked back. I'm not saying that iPhones are 
terrible. I'm not saying Samsung's are the best. Because Each phone has got not. its falling point. Absolutely, each ups person. and downs. Yeah. The one thing I do miss on a on my phone is that I can't haven't got AirDrop. Yes, that's handy. That is bugging me a bit. What I love more than anything about all of Apple's products is just how intuitive they are. Mm-hmm. You switch it on, you put your thumb on the thing, it opens up, everything's there in front of you. Yeah. I find some of the Windows phones or like the 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 the, uh, the Google type ones. Yeah, the Google phones, the Google they can Pixels. Be a, little and bit, a little bit confusing in places, getting into menus and settings. And, and you things. can accidentally get into a setting too deep and it starts messing up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, that's that's the story for another another time, like you say. But the Samsung Galaxy Fold, nearly £2,000, instantly breaks out of the box. I'm going to give that a for now. I want to say it's just a. a you think it could be a blip? Uh, yeah, that gets a Jim and Sean thumbs down. It, it does. Uh, I'm afraid. It's a Jim and Sean thumbs down, but I'm, I'm a Henry I'm, Hughes. I'm in the middle. I'm not going to say amazing because, like I say, it's failed. Are you saving up for one? As we to be fair, none of us have actually no. touched it, have we? <laughs> no, no I, have seen, I have seen extensive videos <laughs> yeah. with different people. Generally, um, I'm, you know, I'm holding out for the Jerry Riggs everything video. Yes, he says it's good. It he, is good. He's tested yes. every phone on the market. If you, if you are a YouTube person, Jerry Riggs is a good platform for, for is that his actual name uh it's his jerry. youtube thing oh, okay. jerry yeah he, he basically takes tech and tests it uh like i've seen him use knives on screens and screen yeah. protectors and things he's and oh, turned okay. a nintendo switch completely clear so yeah. he handles it like you see everything through oh, it like cool. he's yeah. a tech guy he does he's a lot great. of cool stuff so yeah definitely worth a watch if anyone's interested in tech or phones give jerry Riggs yeah, everything a, a watch he's good talking of watching stuff yes uh, New Avengers New Avengers movie is out I think it came out yesterday it's Friday today ladies and gentlemen we, we record this and edit it and put it out eventually but it's Friday today <laughs> so we, we uh, don't Thursday don't give the exact date yesterday <laughs> I think it came out midnight release yeah. in a lot of places but because we live in deepest darkest North Cornwall I think it's out I think the Next first year. showing was <laughs> <laughs> the first showing I saw was in Wadebridge at half past three oh, okay. uh, like yesterday afternoon and uh, Lauren my missus's younger brother has seen it oh really and he, he he's uh, he had to ring Lauren to say, wow, like no spoilers or anything, yeah. because I don't know what happens, but he's, you know, all the reports I've seen from people have said it is a fantastic ending and conclusion. To I am, I'm excited about it. I'm not going to lie. I, I never was a Marvel fan. Okay. I've always had more of an, an affinity to DC. I am mm. a, I'm a Batman fan, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Marvel has, has been, he's a bad fan. I'm a bad fan. <laughs> <laughs> so many correlations anyway um, fat man uh, anyway let's, let's <laughs> see this is where it's yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I've never been a massive Marvel fan but somehow like inadvertently over the last what 10 or so years I've managed to watch through no actual choice or like you know purposeful demonstration of I want to do this I've managed to see every Marvel movie including Ant-Man and the Wasp the other night which just happened to be on TV I haven't watched was that on TV? I haven't seen Ant-Man well I say I've got now TV it was on one of the live movie things Uh, and it was good it was good I had the only no I'll tell a lie the only one I haven't seen is Captain Marvel I haven't seen that one but I've seen all the others Mm. Uh, so Endgame obviously Mm. Infinity War was was incredible it was was a great film it was a good movie uh, so Endgame obviously ties up all of these journeys, all of these stories, everything all comes to one. Uh, and I guess there's got to be some kind of massive conclusion. Is there anything beyond well, Endgame? Because isn't there the theory that... I, I'm, I'm not clued up on it because I haven't seen the first one. Right. I, I will admit that here right now. But isn't there the thing, because obviously when Thanos snapped his fingers, half yeah, the universe half the died. universe disappears, yeah. But isn't there the theory that they haven't died? They've just because the the gauntlet gives them the power to swap between dimensions and universes. Isn't there the theory that everyone that disappeared, so like uh, Spider Man, Tony Stark, yeah, yeah. all that, that they've just 
transferred to a different dimension. I, they're not I dead. Don't know. They are alive, but they're just in two separate parts. I, I don't know. No, I haven't got a clue. I assume there must be some kind of because they're not going to kill off Spider Man and all these massive. I wouldn't names. have thought so because you know this There's is a whole franchise Marvel's, to be had there. <laughs> it's owned by Disney. Yeah. We know that there are films coming out. Post Endgame, mm-hmm. like there's another Spider, as it Spider Man Far From Home, I believe. Yeah. Is the title. Do you want to yeah. Google that for me, please, MC Breadstick? Um, that's due way. soon. So obviously these characters will exist beyond Endgame. Yeah. Because the only thing that they might, if they do Far decide, from home. thank you, Far From Home. So if they do decide that they are dead and that is then done, then all the films that will come out in the future will just predate Endgame but I can't see that happening it's all these contract it's... negotiations with the actors that's all it is yeah. you want too much this one dies you're not coming back you're fine it? we'll find a way to bring him back later we well, for I'm less gonna, money I'm hopefully going to go and see it over the weekend it's three hours mm-hmm. and apparently it's all in one sitting there's no do you remember when they used to do a half time break yeah, yeah. did they do that for Titanic and I think King Kong the one with Jack Black. Yeah. That's the last time I remember seeing a film that had a break in so an inter- no, no an wee intermission. Breaks. No, there's no wee break. So my yeah. advice would be... Don't drink uh, in a Don't drink three hours least, before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and go you to know. Poundland with a great big bag and get tons of sweets ready for it. Exactly, yeah. You know, See, just, I'm, I'm struggling. I haven't got anyone... Well, actually, uh, my, my eldest is talking about going with me. But more, more out of sympathy than actually wanting to go. I think if we rocked up to go and watch Endgame together, that it would be a bit weird. I mean, you can if you want. I'm, I'm cool with that. But, you know... Two grown men, fully bearded, looking in their late thirties, <laughs> holding Hi. hands. We're here to see the kids' film, please. <laughs> hey, I went and saw Shazam, and I want to see Dumbo. So How, I saw Shazam. I really, Shazam. I like, yeah, yeah. I think I like we, we mentioned it last yeah, time. We did I think. Yeah, Shazam. It's I liked good movie. Shazam. Yeah. I, I thought it was really good. Zachary Levi did a really good job. Underrated. It was an underrated job. <laughs> There's a lot of people have said that. I follow Kevin yeah. Smith on a lot of platforms, and he was saying how great mm. Zachary Levi well. really pulled it he, he made that yeah. film it was really really good I recommend it's advertised as a kid film it's like a little kiddie superhero yeah, yeah. film but it's quite, it's got some dark moments oh in check it. it out do we feel that this is a, a renaissance at the moment of the, the superhero and comic book era yeah definitely you know, in terms of the movies far more popular well I remember like back before the days of like I, I think Iron Man the new um Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. I'm saying mm. the new. That was a long time ago. That was now. a long time ago. Yeah. That was was that 11 years ago? 10, 11 years ago. That was the start of sort of superhero yeah. and comic book movies actually being not bad. 11 yeah. years ago. I am on fire tonight with my facts. Because you know, do you remember the Will Smith film Hancock? Yes. Yeah, what year did Hancock come out? Uh, that was that was mid 2000s. Oh, go on, have a guess. We'll see. Let's how see I would say 2008. Correct. Was it? No. Oh, shut up. So Hancock amazing film yeah I enjoyed that really really good Will Smith but can't it, make a bad film but it tanked at the box office it didn't do amazingly I think it just came out too early if it Maybe, came out yeah, now yeah. Mm. it, it was the anti-hero thing yeah. yeah box office it made 624.4 million okay so I was wrong bad. But well no the budget it was 150 million so, when oh, you think so it didn't do amazing going back to your market. bad Will Smith movie there is one I saw which was pretty bad um, the one he did with his son After Earth After Earth no it's still good okay fine uh, we'll let yeah. Sean has just given me a very deadly Jaden serious Smith. look then I think Will Jaden Smith, Smith is, is one of those good, subjects yeah. what do you think of Jaden Smith as the karate kid I, do you know what I've never watched it Jaden Smith know? is uh, someone what's Will that? Smith's son no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some conversation <laughs> some absolutely vital facts there for yeah, our our <laughs> no don't worry that, okay. was, that was actually what I was going to say. Actually, <laughs> uh, I feel with some movies when they make reboots I just don't watch them because I feel the original is enough. It's mm. a very different film, but it also had Jackie Chan in it. I d- yeah, but I like Jackie Chan, I but at the Jackie same Chan. time, I don't need another Karate Kid movie in my life. 
but no, no, Mr. No, Miyagi was... and and Danielson. I thought that Karate Kid was really good. <laughs> it's fine. One thing I, you know, the new, what you're saying about the new Spider-Man for me, because yeah. the other day I watched the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, the first Nothing one. Nothing beats him as Spider-Man. He's the perfect. I don't know. Actor. I, I do, have to rewatch that. What's, what's the new guy called? Tom Holland. So, is it Tom Holland? Nah. No. He's nah. much better. He's good. I like no, him a lot. I oh, do yeah, like him know, a lot. Toby's just so derpy. He's got bands. He's, he's, he's good. Nah. We'll have to do nah. a comparison. Watch the original and then watch the new one. Well, give it, give it another 18 months and we'll probably get another reboot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll rewrite it again. With Will Smith. Yeah. Or James Smith. And then it'll be quality. <laughs> oh, brilliant. All right. Well, Endgame, going to go and watch that this weekend. I'm going to try. We'll probably come back with a review of it. Spoiler free, maybe next week. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, think I, think I think the only viewings I can get for that is 10 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. till 3. Me and Jim oh are going to go holding hands. We're going to... Oh, my days. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. What's next? What's next? Well, this is a serious one. Okay. Um, big news in Pol Zeth at the moment. Right, Pol Zeth seems to be a, a centre of, of controversy yeah. lately. I suppose we had the building building place the other, the other, yes. the other few weeks ago. Um, the Oyster Catcher... Right. Has been told they can't have live music with a drummer. Wait, what? Did, it, did they say anything about a drum machine? Noise complaints. I can bring my little... Well, so, so here's my guess. I, without knowing the facts, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume there is holiday homes opposite the noise, Oyster yeah. Catcher there. The Oyster mm-hmm. Catcher. The Oyster catcher. catcher. And around it, on the, at the immediate surrounding area, someone has probably been there while there's been live music on holiday... And, and lodged a complaint yeah. against an hostel brewery to the um, council to the council whoever yeah. now the oyster catcher's just gone undergone a massive renovation i believe they're having their um uh balcony area has Ma- been extended yeah, it's right nice out it's, it's covered it? over with glass now i think oh is it i've I been there since so. the renovation they, it's an amazing pub anyway. it's, it's a great pub it's always been a good pub and it's always been a music pub good mm. vibes they've had it? live bands and live music they've hosted all sorts of bands up there when was the last time i because i've played there several times you know, with Even my I've bands. played there once. Have you played the Oyster Catcher yeah. as well? When we there stay in Pol Zeth, it's the number one place we go to. It is, exactly. Mm. Uh, to say that the bands with drummers are a problem, DJs, when they play up there, are always mm. far louder than live bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I don't care what anybody says, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, we've been there, we've heard it, we've, we've, we've seen it, I've been a part of it. A live band with a drummer only ever meets a certain level because nine times out of ten in a pub, when you have a drum kit, sometimes it'll be mic'd. But a drummer will reach a volume level and they can't go beyond that without more amplification. Mm-hmm. And right? it's serious gear that they, you need then. It is serious gear, which mm. you wouldn't take into the Oyster Catcher because it doesn't warrant it because it's not big enough. And, yeah. you, and you couldn't get it up the stairs. Exactly, that too. <laughs> so then when you take that into consideration, a band will only ever reach a certain sound level, whereas a DJ can kind of keep pushing and pushing and pushing to the capability of their PA system, mm. you know? Um, no, that's that's one point I'd like to make. Mm-hmm. Secondly, this idea of live music and live bands being a problem and everything else like that. Who's complaining? Who's actually going? Do you know what? You see all these people in this pub having a great time. You've got the bands in there who are trying to make a living, probably trying to get some money for actually doing the show. Which isn't the, easy the, nowadays. The people, the people who are actually in the pub, buying the drinks, having a good time, mm. watching this band, being entertained, the, the vibe that's created, the good energy, everybody's having a great time. Mm. One person probably mm-hmm. has decided it doesn't suit them. So I'm going to complain about it. Are there any other pubs in Polzeth? No. Stay open late? That's the issue, I that, think. Well, this is the thing. Carter's is gone now. 
Mm. Uh, that went quite a while ago, and that's now yeah. houses. You've got nothing else now in Polsa, because that used to stay open quite late as well. Yeah, because the only thing I might be thinking is that if there are people who have come down and just want to go out for a nice little bit of food and a drink with their yeah, family... Yeah, there's, there's not really anywhere for and them And then the now. band comes on. That's the only thing I can maybe think they of. Go, go somewhere else. They can. There's, oh, and, but there's they're there for like a small part staying. of the year. Yeah, yeah like exactly. If they're there for a exactly. week, Because I'm assuming ruin, that ruin everyone else's 51 weeks. They go for one night out and they... Get upset yeah. and complain and ruin it for And everyone. this is the point. And this ban, I'm assuming, covers the whole year. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, a very often, actually, and the Oyster Capture, in my experience in the past, won't have bans in the mm. main summer season. Yeah. Because a ban takes up the space of 20 drinking customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can have music on a jukebox or over a sound system and people will go because it's the only pub in the area, because it's a great pub to go yeah. to, because it's a good atmosphere. They don't need to put a ban on to draw people in. Yeah. When they put a band on outside of the season... That brings in the extra customers, the extra throughput. Brings to in the stragglers that are around. Yeah. And it also creates jobs. You know, yeah. bar staff, cleaners, and people it, who come in. It's difficult for pubs and bars now. So difficult, so so difficult. Now, what you're going to have is a three quarters empty pub mm. for most of the year because there'll be nothing going on. You'll have the odd DJ thing going on up there, I suppose. One guy with his guitar. Yeah, you know, and I'm not knocking that. I think that is great, but live music and being in a band. Is, is tough as it mm-hmm. is I know I've been there I've done it I've literally got the t-shirt and, and the traditional style of pub is vastly disappearing exactly it's all becoming big chains like you go to a Witherspoons it's the same yeah. pub wherever you go and in they the don't have live music yeah whereas like the quirk like the oyster catcher is quirky it's it different is. it's got its own character the people you see there it's yep. got a life of its own it's exactly a, it's a living breathing business it's not just a and I feel the bands the music that have gone through there are a part of that. Yeah, they encapsulate definitely. that spirit. You've had some fantastic bands go through in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, was it, it there was a was it Lost Profits played? No, Funeral for a Friend. Oh, really? They actually did a secret gig up there once. Mm-hmm. No, they've had they? yeah, they've had loads of artists come through the place. Uh, you know, Paul Zeff's homegrown heroes, Chigwa. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, they played there, which is Wayland's band, yeah. Wayland's old band. Uh, for years I, I've played there with Kranuik I've played mm. there with Fragile Sanity. We even did our um, our Metallica Stars in Their Eyes. We did a test run of it. And we did that at the Oyster Catcher. Uh, we went up and seen the... Uh, we're like, well, this is our local pub. We want to do like a test run of this. And they're like, yeah, come and have Metallica in the pub. That would be great. We've done... It's, it's hosted so many different kinds of events. And for that now to be pulled out from under all of our feet, just because one miserable, sad shit has decided bastard. they don't want to hear a drummer. Yeah, that's it. It's ruined it for everyone now. Mm. So if you're listening, thanks a lot. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. In the, uh, in the program notes, I'm going to stick a link to, to the, the uh, uh, Facebook page, yeah. which is, is trying to save this sorry situation. I, I don't know how much mm. success they'll have. You know, I think no. So it's a, it's is it, a difficult is it a one. Council isn't it? enforced thing, or is it probably? Just yeah, I think likely, it is a council, yeah. yeah, it'll be environmental yeah. health, and it'll be backed up by the council. So some douches complained, and yeah. then the council's yeah. done always the way. Here, here's a pro tip for anybody out there who's thinking about getting a house or doing something: if you don't like loud music, don't buy a house next to a fucking pub. That's and, a weird and, concept. And don't buy a house <laughs> at a popular tourist destination yeah, exactly. and then complain about what happens. Oh, the noise! I know. Just oh, yes. Anyway, I'm getting mad now. Let's move swiftly on, shall so we? So moving on from. From that one, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, see, well, again, no spoilers. No spoilers. I'm are just going to go to sleep now on this topic. Henry is not a Game of Thrones oh. viewer. Marvy, are you on the Game the, of Thrones track? I haven't watched a second of it. No, oh, actually, mate. I have. My man! I <laughs> have. See, I'm already thinking we shouldn't interview him. No, I just, <laughs> come on, I'll bring lovely, lovely James. No, I'm going to say this now again. I think I've said this before, but I'm going to reiterate this point. Game of Thrones is probably the single greatest thing to have happened to television in 
over a decade. I know you keep telling me. It's so good. You need to watch it. It's mm. when when Lauren, again, my partner, first told me about it, she's like, Oh, there's this program, it's about this like, you know, these families and it's all set in like medieval kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like, is it wizards and dragons that and stuff how she again? Sounds. Yeah, yeah. She was explaining it to me very um with trepidation because she knows I'm not into Did she convince you with the soft core porn aspect of it? No, she didn't. That wasn't <laughs> that wasn't a factor. That came along later on. What really kind of got me into it was the fact it started and it was very different from anything I'd seen before. I won't spoil it for you because, you know, I'm not an arse. But honestly, um, I I really don't mind. I can watch the thing even if I know what happens. Well, it, it kind of says it kind of says what it's going to do on the tin right from the very start. Mm-hmm. You know, White Walkers, Great White Wall, all of this sort of stuff that goes on. But more than anything, don't get attached to any characters. <laughs> don't root for anybody. Daenerys Dindarian or whatever oh, name yeah, is. you're just making names <laughs> up now but all of this stuff basically you do not because I it's the one thing I mean I'm pretty good at guessing what's going to happen having a rough idea in that George R. R. Martin's writing all the way up through to season 6 before the TV shows overtook the books just absolutely incredible plot twists amazing characters just just fantastic but yes this last episode uh, so I can't really talk about it I was going to say give us one noise you think would sum up the uh, sum up the episode oh. <laughs> this is really, this is nice. There's a few tender moments uh-huh. in this last episode. Was that the noise, or was that you're just thinking noise of I, intrigue? I think because the way season season eight, the last season, I was mm-hmm. going to say season seven, the six episodes in total, we're two in now. Mm-hmm. So the first episode was kind of like, here is everyone mm-hmm. all together. This episode, I think, is the calm before the storm, shall we say. And there's some fantastic moments between these characters that you've come to know and love mm-hmm. over this like seven series arc and i think it could go one of two ways for all of them (laughs) they're either going to spectacularly be heroic or die savagely um and i won't say who or what or how but it's kind of been set up now that this is the the uh the the moment where they're going to go one way or the other and it's just beautifully written beautifully acted and i just honestly i can't say this with with enough kind of like passion you need to see these shows they are so, so good. Is Emperor Palpatine in it? Yes, Emperor Palpatine and Gandalf. Um, <laughs> and he Yoda's says, in it, I'm in. He said, you're a wizard, Harry. And then, um, yeah. And then jumped in his DeLorean and went back to 1924. Exactly. Right. Saying, we're going where no man has ever been before. You know, To infinity and beyond. Exactly. Exactly. Right, enough of that. <laughs> All the fanboys are just, just the references. Be giving people migraines. <laughs> Uh, right, I think we we stop with the uh, Game of Thrones nonsense and we move on to some listener questions. Listener, so people have actually like been sending questions to the show. We've again? had a few. So on our Instagram account, yeah, um, I put a little shout out earlier this week. Okay, yeah, and um, yeah, we had a few questions asked. Did we anything not too scientific based like the first time? It's yeah, it's a mixed I've got Google here. Don't worry. Oh, that's good. We've got the answers over there. That's good. All right, Sean. So what are the questions laid on us? <laughs> so the first question. We had this week was from uh, Brew Vibes. Right. Um, and the question was, Notre Dame has burned down and Jesus has been seen in the flames. What kind of lactose-free milk would Quasimodo prefer in his tea? <laughs> Not only is that quality, how high-pitched did your laugh just go? <laughs> Sean, do not Thank spit the gin out for God's well, sake. Uh, don't worry. I uh, think personally he might be an Oatly. 
yeah. because you know it's it's good. <laughs> I'm thinking. Oh, no, I think milk. he's just going to go for the the lacto-free full fat milk. I'm thinking rice dream. Rice dream's good. Is yeah. it the Arla one that's the fat-free, uh, the lacto-free full fat milk? Yeah, it's the same people that make like uh, skier yogurt. Okay. It's the same company, but like, yeah, they make they make just a, it's just a normal milk, but lacto-free, full fat, amazing. See, Can't if I if I was Jesus in the fire at the the spire of Notre Dame, I would probably go for the Oatly, but I'd go for the barista. We're not talking about Jesus. It's Quasimodo. Quasimodo. My apologies. <laughs> well, that completely changes the game. Then it'd just be the regular Oatly if I was Quasimodo. <laughs> That's not the god because he's got the barista <laughs> type. Because <laughs> he's got no standards. <laughs> it's Quasimodo, man. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I think he just go black. He just not fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got time for milk in the burning flames. Look, this is ridiculous. Let's, what's the next question? <laughs> um, Thanks, Brew Vibes. Right. Jesus. Uh, oh, um, PandaFest. PandaFest? Yes. They, they asked, asked us a question. They've asked us a question. Oh, okay. Uh, you might remember them from uh, two episodes ago. Yeah, I do. Um, new Metal. Yeah. Or Gent. Right. So for me personally, mm-hmm. New Metal was a very uh, succinct and incredible nuance of a genre of music which I, I wow that yawn was so wide that you just did it's just because I'm tired no, okay <laughs> it, honestly it's just because I'm tired so the era the, uh, new the metal audio was... listeners there Marvy did just try to eat the microphone <laughs> did, with that yeah. yawn just, just so you're aware new metal was a very specific sound at a very specific time mm. just like punk music my time the beat t- yeah so the, the late 90s early 2000s Limp Bizkit Corn, mm-hmm. Linkin Park Cold Chamber Slipknot all those guys Incredible. I love new metal. Absolutely love it. Now, fast forward to what, 2016, 2017? This new kind of music comes out, Gent, mm-hmm. which is spelt D J E N T, mm-hmm. Gent, because that's the descriptor of the, the noise it makes on the guitar string uh, when the pick hits the string. Like that. Periphery, one of the bands at the forefront of that. Tesseract. There's a few others I could mention, but I won't go too much into it. It's a very modern sound. One of my favourites is Hacktivist. Now, Hacktivist actually mix gent metal with hip-hop lyrics. It's almost like a modern-day version of new metal. Yeah. It's come full circle. So, But if you if you had to put me in a hard-pressed situation, mm-hmm. gun to the head, mm-hmm. I would go new metal. I would also go new metal. Cool. Marvi? <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. <laughs> uh, Marvi goes new metal. <laughs> um, I would have to do some... Further research. Okay, fair. Henry, any idea what we're talking about? I've got some. I do kind of know what you're talking about. I don't listen to much of the gent, but um, yeah, it's going to be new metal. New metal it's, is yeah. almost a unanimous vote then. So, cool. Panda Thank Fest you. Is so, new answer. metal, Panda new Fest. Metal. It's all about the new metal. Get a new metal band on. Um, <laughs> the second question is from Lamorna. Oh, okay. This um, is Lamorna G, I believe, a resident of Delaval. <laughs> that's the one. Okay. Um, is surgery stabbing someone to life? Uh, oh, well, that's very <laughs> philosophical, isn't it? I suppose it depends on the kind of surgery. I, what, yeah. what do you define as stabbing? Because it's more of a slicing motion. Is a stab like a harsh... I see, I, 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 you've yeah. got to get the knife in, the scalpel, I should say, in yeah. there. I, I, yeah, I, I, I like don't a, think it is, because it's usually the healy part, as in like putting back together. Yeah, because yeah. stabbing is you... you it's yeah. part of the process. It's a, it's a very linear well, motion of so, just in out. But yeah. what if it's an emergency... Well, you're and not going to stab someone real quick. Chest you know. Well, I suppose. It would, what's the thing? Whether you are going to open up the lungs? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you get like a, yeah. yeah, that's kind of stabbing someone to life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose. Yeah, you're punching so a it, hole it, into their. Yeah. So Lamorna, in answer to your question, we don't know. Yeah. Really, we think it might be. Uh, I hope <laughs> that clears that up. And <laughs> think it might be. Yeah. 
we have a question from Kirsty Taylor. Oh. Uh, which is, why are swelly boards called swellies if they aren't for the swell? Swelly boards. So just Mom. remind me now, I'm <laughs> not a surf swell, swell surfboards are like the foamy, they're like shaped as long like a surf long surfboard but they're made of foam it's like what we used right. when I went to oh, surf club so they're, easy, like the easy, they're, they're easy kind of like the beginner on. surfboards yeah because they're, they're the people in the swell because they don't sink into the water as much okay so the swell I'm, I'm assuming the swell is the part is between so when, where you'd say you're out between your waves are so as yeah. the water comes out and your wave comes in your swell is like your, your height of your waves between I think it's quite clear that we don't we know. Don't know. I'm I haven't, we, we haven't got a clue. The swell is the height of the, the waves and the frequency of which they come. Like a higher swell would be. So know. what's that got to do with the swelly board? A swelly is easy to surf. Swelly is easy to surf. So a swelly is a training board essentially. Basically, yeah, they're called they're swell. Like, yeah, but it sort of makes complete sense why they're called swell because you surf in the swell. In the swell. In the swell. So actually. Right. Yeah, I believe we may have solved this. <laughs> I have an admission to make. I have lived in North Cornwall most of my life. I have never once been surfing. I used to go to surf club at school. I used to surf, and then music came along and took over every and single. It, yeah, every and you're a surfer, aren't you? Well, in, in very loose terms, I'm, I'm more of a paddleboarder. I do enjoy my paddleboard. I did used to surf. I did have a surfboard. Was horrendous at it. Could just about stand up. Yeah. Um, I'm not a knowledgeable person on it at all, but paddleboarding is is where I oh. kind of find myself. Ralph's got an opinion here. I'm too okay. dense to uh, swim. You're too dense to swim. Yeah, it's a okay. terrible my natural buoyancy is about five foot underwater. Excellent. If I hold my breath and just sink and just stay in a pool and don't move, I sink and I stay about five foot underwater. I can walk minutes. along the bottom easily. Oh. Yeah, just <laughs> should you go walk along the bottom together. Right? Oh, let's do it yeah. with gin with your swelly boards. <laughs> I'll bring the gin. So there you <laughs> go. We, we hope that it. also has not cleared that up in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. We're assuming a swelly board is a training board because you take it in the swell. For that swell. There we go. So everyone should be glad that they've asked us these questions. Thank you for your questions. Okay, uh, that's listening. The questions done. Um, we do have. Um, obviously the Panda Fest with their question there but we've also got the announcement of who won we the Panda Fest competition earlier before we started the podcast we did a random raffle style draw just as we said mm-hmm. you had to send in the hashtag year of the panda That's and right. uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to edit in a drum roll here but we would like to announce the winner right now the winner of two tickets to Panda Fest 2019 is build up the tension for a little minute Ladies and gentlemen, the winner is Alicia Walsingham. Congratulations, Alicia. Congratulations, Alicia. You are going to PandaFest 2019, courtesy of the Jim and Sean Show and PandaFest. Two tickets will be ringing their way to you, or an email code will be ringing its way to you very soon. Sean, do you remember that time that Beekeeper Ben came round? Oh, that was like four pints ago. It was. I think it was. Um, (laughs) We had a visit from a friend of mine, Mr. Ben Stracy. Uh, he is Paul Zeth's and one of North Cornwall's quite, you know, prolific beekeepers. He's a knowledgeable chap. That, it was a really good interview, actually. He, he really knows what he's talking about. He's extremely mm-hmm. passionate about bees. Mm-hmm. He got into it about four or five years ago. He's got five or six of his own hives, I believe he says now. Yeah. In charge of several thousand bees. And he brought around some honey for us to try as well. And uh, yeah, we had a chat with Ben and he told us all about the birds and the bees. Oh, another little bee pun. Did you like the bee pun? <laughs> Primarily the bees, though. <laughs> <laughs> Primarily the bees. Here it was. That time that we spoke to Ben Stracy, Ben the bee. Good 
good evening and welcome. We are in my lounge once again. We have a very special guest visitor this evening here at the uh, Dizzying Heights of St. Teth, Brambleside. We have Mr. Ben Stracy. How are you doing, buddy? Good, thanks. How are you going? Yeah, not bad. Is, are we, I, I'm referring to you as Beekeeper Ben. Is that a thing? Is that's, that cool? that's fine. That's I'm a nickname you're happy bees. with. Yeah, that's, that'll do for now. Hey? You are Pole Zeph's premier bee man now. You do realise this? Uh, it would appear so. It would appear so. Yeah, <laughs> You have come as well this evening, not just to talk about bees, but quite magnificently armed with numerous jars of honey i'm quite excited about this this is this is very exciting we've been ben has given us a jar of, of honey each um which is an early crop which we'll come to in a minute it's also brought along a couple of other jars there are three other jars with differing honeys in which i'm sure he's going to explain but yeah yeah, yeah i can explain it's pretty simple it's 2017 2018 and all right 2019 so these are like 19 honey vintage honey. so it's the last three years so those, those three we'll go over those quickly now then those three then they're very different colors yes well, they are well the first year was quite a bit of rain so therefore yeah. there was heather out mainly yeah. so that's what they went for the second year of 2018, obviously, as you remember last year, people yep. basking out in the sun yeah, the and waves. really enjoying it and stuff. Yep. But the sycamore was out for longer, so therefore it's a darker, sweeter honey. Lovely. Yeah, so, so whatever plant the bees are going for at the time. Pretty much. It's what's out at the time. And that reflects in the flavour. You can actually see it. It starts off lighter, gets darker, yeah, but then comes it. lighter again. Yes, it does. But as you can see on the two jars there, this year's, which has been spun on the end right there, yeah. uh, is neither dark nor light it's like kind of a that. mixture of the two yeah. yeah that's really cool i love that so much it's it's because when you go to the supermarket which i'd assume is where most people would buy and consume their honey a from a lot of that sugar water there yeah this is clever. it this is exactly clever it. and able to treat the sugar water to make it have almost like of... slightly have that honey taste yeah but it's not the real but genuine thing. But it's not thing. the real thing. I mean, what we're doing is is basically putting our super boxes on with the frames in. The yeah. bees draw it out. They fill it. We decap it. We put it in the spinner. We spin it. We filter it. We let it settle in the tank. And then, obviously, we jar it and So it. that that honey in my jar there is a product of directly from the bees via you. Yep. To me. Yep. There is no other processing. No, there's no other source. There's nothing mixed. It's just spun Oh. Filtered. When you bottled. say when you say spun, is that in a spinner? Oh, literally, spinner. literally, literally in a spinner. Uh -huh. You decap the frames and you put them in. I've got enough um, for four okay. to go in, and I've got a hand wound thing. But basically, it's like a fairground ride, you know? right? Okay. You know how you have like these weird and wonderful rides where you go back and yeah, yeah, the big cylinder, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same principle as that, but with honey and oh, frames. Amazing. So yeah. literally, the, the honey's kind of been drawn. To the kind of the outside of this, or like a wall or something. Yeah, it, it, it's within the chamber, the spinning around in the chamber, and it's got it's almost like an upside down vase shape. So the honey splats on the side, right. and trickles down. I'm with you. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And what does that process do? So when you've spun that, the honey, that. that basically spins the honey out of all the little chambers right yeah filled. I'm with you so when yeah. you see the bees you've the got bees a decapping wax. comb okay right? so you decap it because you can then take the cappings yeah melt them down clean them and make candles of course beeswax yeah straight up so every part of that that process pretty much there's no waste you can see this is it isn't it? they're just such fantastic little things I love bees I don't they're know so clever creature, though Jim who produces so many different yeah, byproducts exactly that and i mean you know you take into consideration this is just a tiny little insect 
So a hive is com- how many bees roughly in a hive? I know that's just maybe a bit of a question. No, it's not. It depends. On, it depends on the size of the swarm and stuff. So how long is a piece of string, kind of thing? Twenty to sixty thousand. Okay. Roughly, it so, depends. So if we said thirty thousand bees yeah, as an 30, average, thirty thousand bees would be a realistic. That would be a sensible know, hive. Yeah. With one queen. And, That's correct. Yeah, and then the re- they, and their process is they go out, they collect the pollen. Now, this is where a lot of people, we were talking about this, don't know what really happens next. So the bee comes back, loaded up with pollen. That's it. Well, what they do is they'll go into the chambers. Yeah. Uh, depending on whether it's um, brood honey, because they have a, a supply right. of honey in the brood box. Yeah. Because you've got a queen excluder, yeah. which means to say it stops the queen from coming up into the honey boxes. Right. Because if she can come up there, she's going to start laying brood and of eggs course, yeah. within the honey, which is what you don't want. Yeah, that, yeah okay. So they'll basically locate a cell, yeah. and then what they do is they straddle over it, and they yeah. get their front legs, and they whack the pollen sacs. Right. It goes into the cell, and yeah. then they turn around, and then they pack it in with their heads. Or like, like mm. ram it in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's the thing to see, isn't it? I haven't seen it yet, but I, I've seen like videos and yeah. things. Um, Headbutting it in. That's it. I mean, uh, the Bee Centre. Yeah. Portes Bee Port- Centre. Yes, of course. I mean, I'm working with them, sort of going out with the hives and stuff. Wonderful and family business. Wicked, yeah, they've yeah. got a wicked little setup. The video is fantastic. You. Within what, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. You can learn the basics yeah. of what the honeybee does, where it goes. And is this from their website? Uh, no, this is actually. Oh, actually, at the bee Center. I'm with got, you. They've got a little display. It's not yeah. up at the moment, but it will be. So, for so those of you, yeah, not familiar, Port FB Center is a it's a shop come exhibition, come cafe, come lots of things, all centered around bees on the main road into Polzeth. From the Atlantic Highway, um, so like it's on the corner or something because you kind of yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, as you come into the, the top of Pol- not mm. through the Kiro Lane and Rockway, mm. the, the what I would call the main way into Polzeth. You cannot miss it. It's quite a big building and it's got massive bee on the front of it and huge signs. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll stick a link to that. Yeah, we'll on, put a link on, in there on for the, that. In the yeah. program notes definitely. And that's so is that right? Okay, then. So rewind quickly um, before we go back to how the bees make the honey. How did you? I'm assuming through Border Bee Center become Beekeeper Ben, how wow. did this all come about? Beecom. Wow. Beecom. Do you know what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Very funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> oh. Well, originally, Heather, who runs the Bee Centre with yep. Eddie. Yes. Um, that's an, that's quite an app name, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going really um, well. Basically, um, Heather and Martin Taylor of um, yes. Caravan Park. Yes. Um, she knew I was giving him grief about his bees. So he's had so, bees there. Yeah, yeah, he had bees, and she knew I was giving him grief. Mm-hmm. So she ended up putting me in it, and here I am later. So that's <laughs> just... Basically, you need to look after this guy's bees. So I'm looking after these what, bees. What did you know about it before you started? Uh, very little, to be fair. <laughs> you were going to say something else, then. I saw you. Not much. Yeah. Not a lot. Put it this way: um, I'd never been stung until I started doing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So not just you knew of bees and I what they were. I knew of but... bees. I knew the pollen. I yeah. knew a rough process. They went into the hive, did the conversion, and yeah. for whatever. The little cheeky dance. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. All the little waggle dances and stuff. Nice. So you know. Um, so. Really, I mean, this is what this will be like my fourth year now. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's, 
And that's how it started. So that's then, how it started. obviously, you went up to Port FB Centre and they said, like, I right, this is the mechanics there, of it. Basically, I went up there my first eight weeks and I wasn't touched. I didn't have one sting. And wow. then I went in and I was like, stupidly, I decided I'd wear a t shirt ah. instead of having a thick, uh, yep. thicker. Did you get too confident? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I had three stings straight down, sort of ding, 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 oh, straight man. on my chest. So that was the first ever, like, hits and that, yep. you know? But. Had a few freak accidents. You've probably seen. I do remember seeing you once down at the valley. It looked, as looked as though someone had hit you in the face That's with a brick. It. Yeah, like well, you that know. That was actually that was actually because I took my hat off right. going from one location to the other with the B centre. Right. Got out, opened the gate, and there happened to be a B there, and I walked into it. It's like suddenly it's like oh bang. Next thing you realise is like where's it going to hit me? And it hit me right there. And obviously yeah. quite a few people saw the result. Of it that. did. It was quite quite <laughs> horrific looking facial, um, yeah thing that was quite. Are you allergic? And any oh, it's a stupid question, I guess now. But allergies? You're okay with bee stings and things? Well, um, I guess I am because yeah. I've had eyes come up. But yes, I kind of quite like it. Every so often when Mother Nature sort of gifts you... Just with a, reminds you. Gives you a little hit. Yeah. And it happens to be on one of those, like, pressure points. Yeah. And obviously you feel the venom. Yeah, Chase of course. with the Corona Lime is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that nice little reminder every now and again, yes, isn't mate. it? Yes, mate. So... Oh, that's good. All right, so you've, you've learnt your craft. You've got... So what do you do? You've had... Did, did Martin have one hive originally? Originally he had... One, two, about two hives. Two hives. Um, I've not known him have any more than that, but we've had up to six hives. Wow. At the moment, we've got five. Yeah, okay. That's all with so, about like 30,000 bees in. Yeah, or yeah. plus. Plus. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so a lot of bees. Yeah. It's a lot of bees, isn't it? Yeah. And what's their range from where you are in Poles Earth? What, you mean miles? Yeah, like how, how right, far okay. would they fly? No, I'm asking you a lot of scientific questions fine, here. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Um... I'd say, well, basically, at any one time, uh, they can physically go, say, three to five miles. But yeah, they're okay. not stupid. No. They're not going to fly extra. No, they no. They don't need to. They will, yeah. But hypothetically, if they could go that they far. They could go that far if they wanted. Now, they also live for 45 days as well. That's right, I did not everything. know that. Yeah. That's from... That's, that's from... from Conception to yeah. right the way through to collecting. Okay. So, for example, obviously it's going to be a little bit less, but if we say they go out from the hive, yeah. say five miles at a time, yeah. on 45 days comes to about 180 miles, which for a little thing That's like that pretty is pretty impressive. Pretty insane. That man. is, isn't it? That's crazy. When I moved to Cornwall, one of the uh, first people I met, um, so I was. There was a guy just basically hanging out in my garden. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, <laughs> as they do in As they do. And he's just like, all right, mate, um, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> and he said, oh, I've lost my bees. All right. And um, I, I kind of, you know, you're like, all right, you've lost your bees. Mm-hmm. Um, say so you find them. Yeah. What are you going to oh, do? Collect the swarm. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, and it's always made me wonder, like, you know, so, right, how, how, do you, how do you deal with some, a, right, a swarm well, of bees that's going to go off? it depends on whether they, like, decide to go up high or mm. whatever, because sometimes they can go up really high and then you just have to sort of leave them keep to it. an eye on, because yeah. sometimes a swarm will move a couple of times. Right. It won't necessarily settle in that first I'm place. i Just, they like, having a rest almost. That's like, it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Do they have the queen with them in that swarm? Um, 
Yes. Ah. Yes. Hence the swarm. Yes, because if you get a swarm... Yeah. ...and you don't manage to get the queen within the box... Right. ...those bees will fly back to smother the queen again. I'm with you. Okay. So, you, so what, you've got to get the queen and then that helps you... If you get the queen... Mm then the swarm will follow, will follow. basically. Right. Oh, right, okay. So if, yeah. you, if you've got the queen in the back of your car... Mm-hmm. Could... Yeah, technically, technically, <laughs> but I don't want to... No, driving around with a swarm of bees following <laughs> that you. That could be interesting. <laughs> well, I think that sounds quite a funny thing I'm to sorry, do. Officer, <laughs> I've got the queen in the back. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Majesty's on board. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, my days. Oh, that's really cool. Right, so you've got your five hives. The bees have been out. They've collected all of their pollen. They've come in. They've put it in the necessary chambers. They've head smashed it in. With, they head butted <laughs> it in. Smashed it in with their head. Like that. What happens next? What is the process from pollen to honey? Well, um, they basically need to eat the pollen, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And they convert that to honey because it's technically B6. So, so that's that's exactly... So what we're eating... It's B6. It's B6. Yeah, it's the bees much. vomit. It's my yeah. favourite sick. It is my favourite sick. Imagine if your actual sick tasted that good. Then that'd be gross. You'd be sick all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so that's... It's something I guess people don't want to think about too much. Probably not, but, but it tastes pretty good. I was going to say, it's yeah. so good, though. It's so good. Now, it's a natural product. Yeah. I want to know if there's any beekeepers that actually have hay fever. Ooh, I, do get, do you I get do get it. Do you get it? Yeah, I do okay. get it. I do get it. I try. I, you need copious amounts of honey, but I've not had it that bad uh, or felt the need to like sit there like what dosing yourself, yeah, seeing how many. But I would say it would be quite a quite a bit. Was if you can go to the chemist and get a little <laughs> yeah. pill, you can pop it and within fifteen minutes. You've got like so a jar of honey because you, you sell the honey as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's true. That's we not a plug, it. by the way. But how much is a jar of your honey? That's five pounds. That's and we're five, the that's, only yeah. uh, hives in Polzeth. Yeah, and. So far, the last few years, we've been able to get enough honey and sell it, and our tourists on site, obviously. Excellent, um, of course, yeah. Are buying it from our shop, but Perfect. I also get people coming and asking me, and so it's pretty nice. It's been really good because Martin's had hives for years, yeah, and he's not necessarily... He had someone years and years ago give him a hand with his hives. Right. But I turned around last year when I gave him 60-plus jars of honey yep. and said to him, has anyone in the planet ever come <laughs> f- from your bees yeah. and given you with this, this honey. amount of honey? He said, never. So, well, there you go. Yeah. You've, made, you've literally made something so from nothing. Literally, we've, we've taken a couple of hives. Yeah. I've also got like Hive HQ now. You'd have yes. to come and have a little look I at it. I will. I'd be very much like to see that. Um, you definitely, you're, all of you are welcome to come down and have Thanks, a little man. look for sure. You know, well, it'll that. just give you like a little bit more of visual so yeah. you can kind of see. Yeah, obviously, being on a podcast, it's difficult to talk about what things look like. In the, but, it, mm. but it's so good. I mean, I'm, I'm very passionate about wildlife, about nature, about sustainability. And I think what you're doing to, you know, not only promote, but you are actively increasing the amount of bees in our area. Yeah. That is a fantastic effort. I don't know if anyone has ever said, thank you. You know, you're doing a fantastic job, man. You get you, people coming and saying little bits and pieces. Well, it's it's important. It's I very important. It's, it's in the news a lot at the it moment. Is. The, the problem with bee population. We've got decreasing. bees 
But then they're in the same category as like the turtles and things. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's all the same kind of. And then this evening on the news, um, I learned of the uh, decline. Sorry, the decline. That's the word. That's, That's the, the word of like British birds and things. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the song thrush is That's now. Right. We've now lost fifty percent of the song. Th- the, sorry, song thrush. Yeah, the RSPB, I believe, have just released a single today. This is it. To try and bring awareness of of um, Ooh, the, bees the bird song that's now missing, the turtles and all these, the birds and the bees, <laughs> but they're all important to Up, the circle uh, of life. Yeah. And the other thing is as well with the bees, they're important for like basically every three quarters of your mouthfuls are down to bees. See, this is the thing three people don't appreciate. Yeah, 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 it, yeah it is. Three quarters yeah. of mouthfuls down I, to pollination. I, I only learned this recently. Mm. It is frightening just it's how really responsible they are. scary mm. at the fact that if we lose the bees, we only have four years on this planet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really scary. So you are literally, Ben, you're on the front line saving the planet I'm uh, right now. being a little bit of an eco-warrior. You are, and moment. I like that, man. I think you've done a really think, good job well, of it. Well, people need to be. They do. Yeah. So, all right, then. Even people who, like, don't know a lot, you'll probably notice out in the summer yeah. bumblebees running out of sugar. Well... Yeah. Any average Joe can get some sugar water or yeah. a bit of mm-hmm. honey just help and just them help them out. Bumblebees won't sting you, especially if they know that you're helping them. Yeah, yeah. If you're helping a creature, they've got a sixth sense to Be- know you're smart. helping them. Bees are smart, and you know. <laughs> I've, I've had, you've, I know you've seen photos yeah. and also little video movies of like bees crawling on my hand yeah, and, yeah. you know, Perfectly sugar friendly. rush and stuff, yeah. you know, and off they go. So, so, I've, so I've given bees like little teaspoons of sugar water before. Yeah. And um, I haven't been stung once. No, you, go, you won't. But I had one one small fatality. Most of them have survived once yeah. they've had the sugar and that. But this little thing was like in the crease of my hand and just like cuddled up. Oh. It was like they're quite sweet, aren't they? They are such nice creatures. Yeah. And I've it's only been the last couple of years I've suddenly had a love for bumblebees as yeah. well. Yeah. But they also need help too. Yeah. So therefore, Absolutely. you know. We all need to just step back and take well, a let little bit of time. Yeah. You know. Let them be. Let them be. Realise you're doing it. No, yeah. realise I'm doing it. Yeah, but like I say, Ben, the, the work that you're doing is fantastic. So, would you would I you agree. encourage other people to take up beekeeping? I'd certainly um, encourage people if they didn't want the responsibility of a hive. I mean, bumblebees need looking after. Yeah. You can get these insect homes and things. You yeah, can adapt yeah. To the bumblebees. I've seen like the hotels. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Bargain bee hotels. Is, yeah. there, is there good plants and things to grow? It's yeah, like you can. Uh, yeah, there's garden, there's loads of different wild flowers. You can you can go into most garden centres and buy wild flat wild flower yeah. seeds. So you know. Even like the Bumblebee Association, I went to one of their meetings a couple of years ago. Right. And they give out free seats. Really? So can to encourage like, that? To encourage people to start growing so things wild all birds. There. Seeds. This, yeah. this is really important at the moment because we, we've talked about it on our show about the Attenborough effect, about global warming, mm-hmm. about climate, about sustainability, about looking after all these things. So their organizations are out there, they are there willing to support people and give, like you say, the free seeds, the information. 
Yeah. That's fantastic yeah. to know. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic to know if we're doing our bit to kind of help people. And like yeah. I say, you as well. Did you also know, I, I don't know whether we covered it or not, um, but uh, in its little life, mm. as long as it has the full 45 days, yeah. that little creature produces one teaspoonful of honey. Oh, mm. right. That's cool. So one one teaspoon of honey per bee. That's pretty so much so it. You can and you've see got why 30, you need 30,000 Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of honey, though. So that that that's so okay. I got to get this in my mind now. So your swarm of bees, your thirty thousand bees. Obviously, they don't all get born on the same day, forty-five days, and the whole no, swarm no, no, disappears. No, 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 no. It's a constant turnover. Yeah, there's like this circle, basically. So the queen bee obviously lives longer yeah, than forty-five she, days. She, she, no, she li- she can live up. They can live up to like seven years. Really? But, wow. but generally, what they'll do is they'll they'll give them X amount of years lifespan, yeah, yeah. and then pop a new queen. In. Right. So, because obviously a newer queen is going to be stronger. Of course, than that. yeah, so. yeah. Okay, we've come to the uh, the piesta de pie- what? I can't even say it. <laughs> the coup de gras, the 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 culmination of this this talk about honey and bees. Spoons out. In my we are spoons out. <laughs> in my hands, I have a jar, a small glass jar with a lid that says 2017 on the top. So this is this is honey from two years ago. I'm cracking this. Yours. Ooh. So this, this this is quite a oh, this is a light this is a light honey. So yeah, describe this honey. It's quite right. It's, it's quite a golden, light, isn't it's it? It's a light a light honey because yeah. that particular year there was a lot of rain, so right. therefore they have to go for what's out. Well, the heather was out, this so is the therefore heather. it is a mixture of other stuff as well. But the dominant colour in heather. that is heather honey. I'm just going to take a tiny little bit on the end of my spoon here. I'm not going to have too much because obviously this is your. Mate, private you stash. Take, no, take what you want, okay, mate. Here we go. Take what you want. Sean. I'm going in big. Yeah, go for it, mate. Go for it. Some dead, some dead air as well. Oh, days. Have a... You'll notice that's, that's nice. quite a light florally mm. sort of taste. Oh, Cheers, buddy. You can almost taste like the rain in there, the weather in there. It's, it's quite the, it's the like, smells potent. It is, though, isn't, isn't it? It's like a. Oh. Still, I need to eat it before it dribbles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. There's quite a pleasant aftertaste. It's light and florally. Mm. It's big on, like the floral is yeah. huge. It's, it's pleasant, but you'll notice a difference with last year's of being sweeter and slightly heavier in texture. So, you, like, you MC Breadstick smiling over there. <laughs> Breadstick smothered in honey. That is pretty good, isn't it? Do, right. do you get a, is, is there a difference? I suppose we're going to find out in a minute with like viscosity. Or is, oh, what the like the density yeah. of the yeah. stuff? Yeah, I mean this is like lighter and stuff, and you'll you with the taste of that one and the texture as well. You'll certainly yeah. feel that. Yeah, you definitely get that. That's yeah, you definitely. So that was the 2017 Heather honey. What's the next one? The 2018. I'm gonna. The 2018. Sean, yeah. Well, because last year we had this a, is a really much darker wicked, color. Isn't we it? had a really wicked summer. Yeah. So um, basically. Through having a hot, wicked summer, the um, sycamore was out for longer. Okay. Hence, that's the dominant, like... That's the flavour. That's That's where the bees were going to get their pollen. There's other stuff in there, but the dominant... So that, that the sycamore trees near the the um, well, they're house? obviously around. They must for be. Yeah, they found them. <laughs> that wasn't being funny or anything, mate. Yeah, they're, 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 they're obviously around because it's just me being stupid. You know, I'm sorry. It's all right, mate. Right. Yeah, no, they're, they're within the radius anyway. Yeah, so. Here we go. Oh, nice. Sounded yeah. different when it opened then as well. It's a darker sound. I've, darker I've got sound. quite a lot of it in my moustache. That does very different smell. Yeah, as well. You'll notice this. 
the, even like it smells more yeah. woody, like mm. a, like a tree, yeah. like more almost like the bark. Yeah. I had far better feedback last year off that than what I did with Damn. the year before. They were complimentary, people who got it. Going in. But this one, you'll like this one, mate. Do you get you it? will like it, this one. Do you get it like a like wine or something where people are after a vintage of oh. honey? I don't personally, but I presume there are people out there who would go around looking for certain like types of honey, mm. certain year and this, that and the other. I don't know anyone myself, but... Yeah, <laughs> a honey connoisseur. You know, it's <laughs> a new thing. You can be a honey. There's probably a word for it. I would have thought a honey connoisseur, like a, like a, a wine expert, as a sommelier. Um, like a sommelier, ha- yeah, honeylier. Ha- honeylier. Yeah. There you go. It be the first thing he is. That's that's got a much darker texture and kind of. Oh wow! Mm. It's thicker in texture and it's also heavier in taste. Yeah. The texture of taste was if that's quite light and florally, whereas if yeah. this is like. Heavy and like sweeter, but mm. not necessarily sugary. Yeah, but there's almost like a citrus thing going on. With yes, it. there is. That is really good. It is so, <laughs> so good. Mm, it's so good. You talk for a second because I've got. I'm so I've, glad I've got we quite did this. A big spoon. Yeah. Yeah. So these, that, uh, these jars that we're doing here—that's the mm. 2018. That's from last year. That was when we had. Uh, when did you harvest that? Roughly, can you remember? Um, well, originally I was planning to harvest in august and i was taking off june july time so by the time so yeah, august come there wasn't anything on okay so. so they were pretty early so that but having coming to the next honey now you were saying this is this, this is, the 20... is a little bit of a surprise to be fair because okay. we went out last tuesday yeah and no last monday we went out mm. And as we were doing the brew check, Martin picked up this box, this honey box, yeah. uh, the super box, and stopped halfway through. I was like, you're right, mate. He's like, ooh, this box is, like, real heavy. <laughs> as he does. Yeah, as, you know. as he does. I was like, look, we're doing the brew checks. We'll continue with that, and yeah. I'll come back up tomorrow and yeah. have a look. I so I went back is, up yeah. the next day. He's right. They are filling and drawing out and stuff. Um, so, like, obviously, you have the foundation sheet, yeah, yeah. and they draw out of that, That's and then right. they start filling. So, we don't even need to do that. You could actually put, like, just a blank, like, frame in, yeah, and, and they would do it all themselves. They can do it all themselves. So it's just giving yeah, them a little, little time. Give them, yeah, give them a head start. So, like. But, yeah, but we had an early surprise. Uh, this has not even been three weeks since this, this is was this spun. is 2019 honey. 2019 honey. We shouldn't even be lighter, we shouldn't even be spinning. It's not a dominant colour yet. No, Depending so on it. how the of... weather goes, depends on yeah. um, how the honey will go. But so, what, so far, what do you reckon they've been going at then? What flowers? What plants are out at the moment? It's difficult to tell because it's all like light sort of stuff. Mm. I reckon there's probably daisy, dandelion, yeah. daffodil. I know there's probably a bit of borage because <laughs> I've got that outside my yep. fan. Perfect, so. perfect. Um, when I looked at it first, because there's there's one that's light, yeah. And there's one that's kind of dark, and there's one in between. And yeah. I assumed there was an age thing. So no, like, no, no, no. It's as, not as an age older. thing. No, but but that is it's, it's lighter. Then it gets darker in 2018. Yeah, and now it's, and it's that, much but lighter. This, yeah, but this is not going to necessarily be the final. Colour. Right, I see. Once we've like yeah. harvested, as the time goes through, the different flowers are yeah. out, you know. It'll so change again over 2019. It'll cha- so it'll change again. But yeah. by rights, we shouldn't e- I shouldn't even be tasting this, this is with crazy. you. Mm-hmm. 
Global warming in action. Yeah, but <laughs> February, if you remember back in February... Yeah, we had that, had like that, that few days, didn't we? Um, I was out of the country, but it was really weird seeing people like in shorts and T-shirt... On a beach. Yeah, because you travel quite extensively, don't you? Yes, you, you I do. Sri Lanka yes. at the time? Yes, I was in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Funnily enough, I dabbled in beekeeping there with... Over in Sri Lanka yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah. We had, ben, the international beekeeper. Uh, we, ha- we, ha- we had a bushman on site who yeah. got in some honeybees and stuff. And oh, in between the last time I was there and this time, he disappeared. Yeah. And I went down and had a look at these like ceramic pots, which he just like closed up. Right. And to my amazement... There's like these bees. So I just put a stone underneath it. Yeah. And these little bees, like, pew, 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 they'll look after themselves because they'll produce Yeah, whatever. they just do their so thing, yeah. they're, they're yeah. in this ceramic pot in a, on a plantation <laughs> in the southern no, province it's just, of Sri Lanka. Noah's just getting on with it. I love just it. Just getting on with it. Amazing. So, yeah. But this is this, is this year's... Now, this you'll right. find Pretty is great. very subtle. You won't have the heaviness or the... Right. Make up your own mind. Oh, sounded different. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, already the smell is is very different. But this is this is you taste and then you this, can this, actually this, react. Will this be like the final product which you guys be jarring? Yeah, yeah. this is the final. This all this was the final product. Yeah. I've just right. happened to have a little bit of mm. personal, not a lot, but just a little just bit. The personal so I've I've taken some out and I. I rehydrated it basically so you could actually see like the colours of Mm. what they were like when they were first spun. It's really zingy. It's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. I know it's again that smell is completely different, isn't it? It's amazing how different. This is literally blowing my mind. Like how how mental this is from the same bees in the same spot, essentially. Yeah. You know, in the in the same area. Producing three wildly different yeah yeah honeys. it's it's pretty nuts. How good is that? That is so good. It is fantastic. There's almost like a lemon sherbet. There is, there. yeah, <laughs> it does. It's got this like, oh man, mm. this is this is really making me smile. Cool. I, dare I say it? I think <laughs> I'm enjoying this more than the beer from wow. last week. I am. This is so good. George One is going to shoot I've, me. Then. He is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I've always wondered is like, obviously it's sweet, so sugary, but is it? To what extent is it bad for you? Uh, how much do you have to... Is something, it ever bad for you? this good has well, got would, to be bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would Sweet. think if you're doing copious amounts every single day, you've got a possibility of turning yourself diabetic. <laughs> well, yeah. So Natural I would sugars, say yeah. probably within moderation is fine. Yeah, totally, yeah. I suppose, I suppose it is, it's a sugar at the end of the day, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, wow, it's that sugar. one's nice. Uh, it's so it's, good. It, well... This isn't sugar, but you would feed them sugar water, which mm. they would take down, obviously. Yeah. Convert over the feed and stuff, because they need to maintain their weight in the hive as well. Uh-huh. They've got the importance of yeah, maintaining of course, yeah. the weight in the hive. It's all a balance for them, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Now, you've got different, like, mix-ups of sugar water. Depend- if a hive happens to be, like heavy it'll be one mix if the hive needs to have a little bit more of like weightiness it'll be a different mix so within the sugar water but the idea is for a healthy hive is to maintain its weight this okay that's 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 really that's amazing like and they they pretty much self-regulate through all this as well they're just so clever aren't they They've only got tiny heads. They've got tiny, tiny heads. They have tiny brains. It's exactly the size of a sesame seed. That's what they're. That's how big a a bee's brain is. That's insane, isn't it? It is. Think how big my brain is. 
And yeah, I'm, bees I'm are clever. You couldn't do that. I'd like to see you do what a bee does. Yeah, exactly. I haven't vomited anything. To that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably oh, wouldn't man. be that consistency either. If you look completely different. No, this is, this yeah, has been much chunkier. <laughs> oh my days! Wow, this has been a an, a real treat. There's no doubt these. after this podcast, when people have heard, there'll definitely be a buzz about the uh, valley. Oh, yeah, very, yeah, the buzz. Yeah, the yeah. Valley you goes re- there. You the reckon, valley, honey? So we'll we'll do the plug part right now. Then, so if you want to get hold of some of this honey yourself you're gonna to have to work for this i think you've got to go down to the valley the valley caravan park well in we're Polsef. gonna put some are you gonna uh, make it available online I, no we're not international no, like that it's no, pretty it's much very exclusively exclusive. uh to i've posted a couple of jars to yeah. people uh generally so if someone's formal. desperate then the best way to be with, to be to get in touch with you yeah yeah we can get in touch i mean i'm surprised people's reactions because i when i mate this is honestly this is one of the best things i've I ever never, tasted I, I never expected like people to be buzzing Excuse me. <laughs> All the big right. To be it. absolutely like, yeah. you know, the, the finished product and stuff. But certainly last year was my best year. I mean, I had some people buy two jars and within less than two weeks they were buying back another two jars back for more. See, I've I, heard... I think everyone should have the opportunity to taste oh the my different God. vintages. This yeah, is I just the greatest thing. It's, yeah. I it mean, really this, shows kind of it the does. impact of like the seasons and the flowers and everything going on. Ben, you're really onto something here, man. This the is, educational this is incredible. side of it is important, I think. That's mm. what I found. But I it's not it's not just honey and it like each year it's just not the same honey. Yeah. It's it's, it's changing. Oh it? yeah, it's interchangeable, isn't it? Depending yeah. on what's out. I mean, depending on you might have like a really pants wet year mm. or you might have an Indian summer. Yeah. Depending on the weather and what plants That's, are out depends on the final outcome. That's well, your product. They're, they're all good. Yeah, man. Just different. Th- this, that's uh, what makes it quite exciting about it. it. Well, I, again, I'm, I've heard on the grapevine, mm-hmm. people have also approached you about using your honey in some of their products. Uh, yes, I have. Um, I wasn't able to supply, but it was very kind of old George. Yes, Padstow. yeah, George of Padstow. Yeah, so we so like I to link s- each show back yeah. together. Yeah, and I, I sent him up to Heather and Eddie because yeah. I knew they could do it. I yeah. think. Looking back, I think it was for the pride. He had a bit of honey yeah. in that. And I'd have loved to have been able to give it to him, but yeah. I'm not hardcore or massive like they are. They're yeah, making yeah. a living from it. I'm doing it as a part of Very the job. Very much artisan. With, uh, with yeah. the gaffer saying, yeah, let's get a little bit of bee education. Would you be interested in like giving talks to people maybe, doing some kind of... You know, because oh really I would what I would go I'm to that, really and I'm not just saying that. No, I'm no, not you... really a public speaker like that. Oh, you're, man. you're very good at it. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, Ben, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank brilliant. you very much. This has really been awesome. probably the best one we've done so far in terms yeah. of a guest. Well, you're welcome. This and is why couldn't they have all brought honey? For hey? me, for me, this has just been such a big opportunity to get out there in a wide oh, world. Oh man, yeah. Well, and I hope just we... speak out for the bees, but. You know, you've given them a voice. I really do feel as though you've you've really given a nice platform to people. So if you're in North Cornwall, if you happen to be around that way, come down and see you. Maybe mm, talk Valley about Caravan it. Park. Yeah, Pol-Zeth. Valley Caravan Park and Polzeth. Uh, come and see Ben. Ask for Ben at the reception there. He'll probably be tending to his bees if he's not. <laughs> he might be able to help you out with some honey or like tell you about it. Maybe if you you wanted to get started beekeeping, talk to yourself. The guys that if the, I don't know, I've got Port the Bee Centre as yeah. backup. Those guys are fantastic. They won't bullshit you if it's not a realistic setup yeah. for example someone's got a townhouse or yeah 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 bees. i want to keep they're, it they're they're not, in my area they're, 
covered. None advise against that. Yeah, of course. But if you've got the right conditions, yeah. then they'll advise you Fantastic. and they'll do whatever. But you cannot study enough, you know, it's like... Yeah, there's so much to learn. A, you know, no one's going to know it all, but no. you learn a lot while you're on the job practising and doing it. Well, on behalf of the bees and all the people of North Cornwall and everybody here this evening, Ben... Thank you. Thanks this has for been having an absolute on, guys. pleasure, man. It's, it's been a pleasure, too. pleasure. Like I said, it's a totally abnormal experience, but <laughs> um, like you said, I've done all right. So yeah, if, you, yeah, guys man, are, if you guys are happy, then so am I. Absolutely. And let's hope we get some really good like. I hope so, yeah. And... Send us a message. Get in touch with us. What's your Instagram account? Uh, let me have a look. That's right. He's just going to dig his phone out. I know. He's, I will stick it in the program. He'll put notes a link well. in there. I think, I think it's like it, I, it's all about being able to click on it. Valley bees. Valley, exactly. <laughs> Valley bees. I think it Valley is. Valley bees. Um, it's it's something along the lines of that. Although you've got bits and pieces, so maybe you can just drop yeah. We'll put some stuff up. We'll on. put some photos up. We'll put some links up. We'll do all the socials. It is actually. I've just had another phone passed to me. It is Valley bees. Kerno. Valley Bees Kerno. So Instagram at Valley Bees Kerno. There you will find Ben all the information. We'll put all the yeah. links and all the necessaries um, up. In fact, I see here there's a Jim and Sean show. Oh, is there? Um, Are we following already you? Already following me. Oh, how about that, eh? I didn't even know you were you were there following you me. We've been stalking you, pal. Sick. <laughs> nice one. That's brilliant. thank you so much, Ben. This Guess has been absolutely research. brilliant, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. Welcome. Thanks really for having me. It. Thank you. Hopefully I'll see you guys around. Oh, you will. I'm, I'm gonna come I'm down with some more of this honey. honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good remember I did just then. That was I enjoyed that. A good remember. Down, that trip down memory lane. <laughs> cracking walk that it was. It was yeah. an absolute pleasure of a stroll. Thank you so much to Beekeeper Ben, Ben Stracy, for joining us. I've got a cheeky jar of honey. I've got I'm, a cheeky jar I'm of honey. Looking as well. forward That's to getting through. Jim. I believe mm. yours is labelled Sean. <laughs> yeah. And he even gave one to MC Breadstick, <laughs> which he just um, labelled Tech Guy. <laughs> I'll take that. it. He'll and take it. He's very kind. And of poor little me in the corner is just going to go to Tesco's on the no, way home. No, you're just going to have to get some crummy Tesco's on yeah, <laughs> feel included somehow. I'll let you try some of this stuff, man. It is the yeah. bomb. I look forward to Not it. Having any you can have a, a drop of mine. And that's why no one likes the tech dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Marvi, it's that time. It is that time. It's your time to shine. Now, time for the news. Marvi with the Thank news. <laughs> right, well, basically, the uh, number one reputable and very reliable news service that covers all of Cornwall has been really, really disappointing this week. Oh, Everything's really? been too serious and nothing, sad. Nothing crazy happens. And, and nothing crazy has happened. No stupid articles from no them. No quirks. Wow. No, no, it's, it's all just been really negative and just, yeah. Do you anyway. they heard us and maybe decided to clean their act a little bit? <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's the case. But I have looked into the world and wider universe and found us some... I've got a, a tab of about six stories here which I'm going to have a little dabble oh, okay. through. and. Yeah. Uh, See, the first one is regarding uh, actually going to have a little trip to Brazil. Okay. Where the Brazilian going police. Brazilian. This is according to them. <laughs> I like their nuts. Uh, the headline reads uh, Parrot arrested after warning drug dealers that they were coming, that the police were on their way. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. What? So the parrot, like, was. Yes, this parrot has basically been arrested as part of the. <laughs> <laughs> I th- hang on, I think you guys are skipping over quite an important detail there, is how do you arrest a parrot? Do you handcuff it? Really, t- really you tiny. you it? No, I think you go for the legs. It's already in the cage. You're coming with me. <laughs> okay, do you have to handcuff the cage to the police officer so it's not run away? Or? Some further details for you here. Apparently, <laughs> the bird uh, has been taken into custody after 
a raid on a suspected <laughs> dealer's home in wherever that is. Yeah. In the state of Paiu. <laughs> Sorry, where's that? Paiu. It's P I A U I P I U. P I U. P I U. P I U. Uh, (laughs) whoever wrote this is an absolute knob (laughs) this is quote unquote the feathered felon raised the alarm as police entered the premises earlier this week is this like the sun or the daily sport or something the mirror the mirror as soon as the police got close he started shouting and the police said that he must have been trained for it (laughs) There's actually a photo here of the... It's not him. The, the He's got those little green swords. Is yeah, that, was it? Wait, can we just go back to your Brazilian <laughs> parrot <laughs> accent? It said that... Did you like that? Apparently. That was an interview. Apparently, the bird has not uttered a word since its arrest. It's keeping quiet. It's waiting for its lawyer. It's the right to remain Not a grass. Waiting for the lawyer to turn up. Completely silent. Yeah. Oh, Ralph, you've been trained. Ralph's really not getting... He's not enjoying He's warning us about the police. So, yeah, that happened. Wow. There was actually... I thought this would be quite an uh, appropriate story because the Jim and Sean show relies very much on a beard. Yes. Mm-hmm. I that is a look. Is strong. I'm, what I'm seeing in front of me is two yeah. very large and just, you know, bushy beards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, Glad you added beard. <laughs> basically, this story actually says and states that men with beards have more germs than dogs. Well, uh, Jim has dogs oh. as well, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm not... Um, you know, I... Well, which, Laura, which, which would do- you rather cuddle up with at night? Which doctor of science was this? Yeah. Um, WebMD. Researchers at the Hersladen... <laughs> Who's London Clinic near Zurich, Switzerland? Oh. Well, that's well, that's where you're going. You're that's me. the problem. It's the Swiss. Swiss. They can't grow beards. Yeah. The Swiss. So they're, they're jealous. They're like they're very clever people. Yeah, but they can't yeah, grow beards. Doing that, but you know, jealousy it's, is it's not a, a well-known fact. All the, all the bearded bearded bros they put in here. <laughs> the <Yes>. Bearded bros. <laughs> bearded bros. Instantly dismissing anything yeah. they have to say from there. You can't have a serious <laughs> news article with, with the bearded, bearded bros. bros. No science paper has ever started with the bearded bros. This is 100% legit, so well, shut your trap. I'm sure it is. Which newspaper is this from? The, the Huffington Post. Oh, oh so well, there, there we go. go. Yeah. Such a trusted news. news I, I, I think that um, my beard, I try and keep it clean. I have a daily uh, routine maintenance. I tend to wash it, brush it, dry it. It's mm. important you try it. And pick oh, yeah. up the food from yesterday. Pick up the food from yesterday. Now, and then oil it with beard oil. I uh, pour boiling water all over mine to disinfect it. Cool. That's, mm. That sounds very painful. It gives me a nice rosy glow. There are three burns, everybody. There we go. All right. Okay, moving on. Healthy beard. <laughs> I, I do have two more stories. One of which... Don't anyone do that, by the way. Yeah, that's No one pour boiling now, water on your beard. When I saw this headline, it's just such a... It's got a plot twist. It takes you on so many turns and just questions... You're really building this up now. <laughs> questions reality. I mean, it's so disappointing now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Apparently, this is the, what the headline says. Obese man who moaned with pleasure after making stewardess wipe his bum <laughs> dies on holiday. Okay. Like... What? How, what? Many, how many turns the does that take before you get to the is end Is that the headline? That is the headline. Right, start again. Obese man, so a large who, gentleman, quote, moaned with pleasure, okay. quote, 
after making a stewardess wipe his bum. <laughs> Who would agree to that? On holiday. Okay. Well, the stewardess, clearly. Well, yeah, I guess so. Right, so what's, what's the shame. context of the story? This is just <laughs> weird. Shame, Sean. Um, like anyone's bum. <laughs> like, <laughs> it might be her kink, you don't know. I suppose Apparently, so. I mean, it says an overweight airline passenger who insisted on having his bum wiped by a stewardess died at his destination. What, like as soon as the plane landed? Or? Uh, it does suggest that, doesn't it? Oh my like, God. Not, as soon not as the plane landed, you arrived at his destination. It's like, I died. <laughs> what is that? Is that a picture? That, that's, that is him. Right, that's, oh, that's the guy. Is that, uh, just for, that for the, the, for the listeners, that's no, no. just a large man. That, that's just a very large man. Rest in peace to this poor lad, but I mean... With a clean bum, at least he went. Citing an injury to his right hand, the passenger then forced one of the senior crew members to wipe his backside for him. When he used his left hand. Claiming that they hadn't finished the job, he insisted... <laughs> himself up the side. <laughs> he insisted on them repeating the wiping action three times while moaning, oh, mm, deeper, deeper. <laughs> oh, oh, no! no. Oh. Okay. We've had the birds and the bees podcast. We've had the birds and the bees podcast today, most definitely. Well, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, it's been a pleasure once again uh, to host my good friend MC Breadstick over there, the production and uh, tech guy, uh, Mr. Sean G here, my counterpart on the sofa, and tonight, Mr. Henry Hughes joining us. Thanks for joining Thank in, buddy. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's been a pleasure having you in. Look and forward Ralph to the next time. Balking and barking at different, um, you know, little sections there, and uh, and of course to beekeeper Ben Ben Stracy. Uh, next week I think we are actually going down to visit the lobster hatchery finally we've actually set a date now and a time sweet um, so we're going to go and play with some lobsters um, yeah and I guess we'll have some more interesting things to talk about as things develop I think a little shout out for uh, Lauren Stop. for uh, standing on the other side of the door for 20 think, minutes yeah thanks Lauren for um, you know being very accommodating dedication to the well. cause <laughs> yeah yeah okay and uh, yeah that was that so that was it for episode 4 I thought that went quite well yeah, it certainly did. It did. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll catch Cheers you out. next time. All the best. I've Good been night, Jim. Guys. I've been Sean. And this was the Jim and Sean Show. Woo.